You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. We're talking about the second season of The Boys on Amazon, and it's episode seven, only one episode away from the, the finale for the season. Uh, Daniel, what did you uh, overall think of this episode? It was good all around. I mean, we're definitely going to get into it a lot more, but there were some surprises I was not expecting. Same here, man. Same here. <laughs> All right. So then before we get into the episode of the boys, um, let's go ahead and talk about what some of the news items we have to talk about. Lumberjanes is a com- is a comic book. Uh, created, co-creator Noel Stevenson uh, is writing and will executive produce the special that will lead into a series over on HBO Max. Um I know our friend Steven is a big fan of this comic book. Uh, let's see what else it says. Lumberjanes tells a, t- tells a of five friends, April, Joe, Mal, Molly, and Ripley, who meet one faithful summer at a camp, camp named Ms. Quinzella Thixquin. Pin- oh, my goodness. There's a whole bunch of names. Pinquilly Thistle Crumpets Camp for Hardcore Lady Types. Their differences isn't the only thing they have have to canoe around as the girls soon discover their area mysterious their area mysterious and supernatural forces afoot. There I think that was supposed to be their R, not their area. Not <laughs> the typo. Yeah. But yeah, um I don't exactly I think it's kind of like a a eighty eighties nostalgia thing. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that actually. And, uh, but I've heard it's a great, it's a great book. It's an Eisner winner and, uh, it's from boom studios. So anything you know about this? Uh, Not this in particular, but, um, I'm reading, uh, some more information on it. And I guess, um, it was so popular that they had a six part crossover with DC's Gotham Academy. I don't even know what Gotham Academy is. Let's see. Boom Studios and DC did book together, huh? Yeah. And then I know I know Boom Studios um did Adventure Time for a while when the Adventure Time comics were going on. Mm, okay. That makes sense. And uh yeah, it looks like um Noel Stevenson uh, also was the showrunner for Netflix's She-Ra and the Princess of Power. Okay. Her animated metal showrunning, yeah. Uh, she's going to be writing and executive producing the, the Lumberjane show. So, there you go. Uh, I'm sure that there there's a lot of people excited about it. I'll probably end up catching it, uh, but just don't know a lot about it. 
but can't wait to find out more. Same here. It was supposed to be a, adapted into a film, but it got canceled, actually. So maybe that's why they're running with the uh, TV series. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, they are. They have started filming the sixth season of Lucifer uh, over on Netflix. Um, this is a show that had three seasons on Fox and then got canceled. And then Netflix picked it up. And uh, it's been a pretty big hit over there. With uh, people loving sexy the sexy devil <laughs> times. So I gotta ask you, um, have you been watching it now that it's been on Netflix? I know you watched it originally on on Fox. I did, I did watch it on Fox, and I have not watched it on Netflix yet. I don't know why. I just haven't gotten around. There's just so much to watch all the time. <laughs> like I, I loved it because it was a procedural, and it, you know, it was it's it was quirky and stuff like that. But like. I don't know. I just haven't gotten around to watching it uh, on Netflix yet, but I think maybe because I know it's on Netflix that I, I can always just go back to it. I can, I can always, you know, catch up on it. I, I'm pretty sure season six is supposed to be the last season. Yeah. Uh, thanks to our incredible cast and crew for working hard and safe and delivering a kick-ass finale. So, yeah. Dang. Yeah, and I, I was only asking because um, I don't know if they put in more adult mature themes now that it was on Netflix, you know? I know that was a thing that we kept talking about. Like, will it will it be a little bit more mature being on Netflix? Uh, but I, I'm sure it is. And then yeah, it's crazy though that it's uh, that I got picked up and became. Yeah, you're right. You know, sexy devil. So that's why. <laughs> <laughs> sexy British devil solving crimes. Why not? Yep. <laughs> he did have a cameo on that uh, crossover back this at the is, beginning of the year. This is true. The Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. He was he was there. It was it wasn't the. It's not supposed to be the exact same Lucifer from this show. I don't believe it's supposed to be another one that looks like this one, but from a different Earth. Okay, but he's still canon, I guess. Now still canon, yes, correct. So all exists in the world of TV. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, do you remember going to watch Teen Titans go to the movies? Yes, I do. I and loved it. Do you remember when the Titans are sitting there waiting for their movie to show up when they were in the movie waiting on all the trailers? Yes. And do you remember that instead of their movie, the Batmobile got a movie? Yes. <laughs> well, guess what? The Batmobile has gotten its own TV series, animated TV series over at HBO Max. Uh, nobody needs that. <laughs> what exactly is this? Is it going to be Transformers? Is it? Is it going to be like Kit? Does it talk to uh, to people and then drive around on its own? That'd be pretty cool if it was like Knight Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Says Warner Brothers Animation has started production on an animated preschool series called Bat Wheels which will star some of the most iconic vehicles from across the DC universe. Uh, fighting crime in Gotham City alongside the usual squad of Batman, Robin, Batgirl, and more. Wow, okay. The show's main crime-fighting crew is lead, led by Bam, the Batmobile, and also includes Bibby, the Batgirl Cycle, Red, the Redbird, Jet, the Batwing, and Buff, the Bat Truck. 
Together, the sentient-powered, uh, super-powered vehicles must navigate the growing pains of being a newly formed super team, as well as the growing pains that come with just being a kid. Ugh. <laughs> this is set to to air on both Cartoon Network and HBO Max. Like, really, we're gonna teach kids about growing up through the Batmobile and friends. <laughs> uh, didn't didn't Marvel do something similar? Oh my goodness, did they? I think when the um, even Deadpool was on there too, but they all had like the weird skinny bo- uh, bodies and like big ass heads. Oh, isn't that like Superhero Squad or something? I think that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's at least using the people, right? It's not using the vehicles. That's true. It's using the actual characters. I guess this is going to be like cars? Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not aimed towards us. It is aimed towards preschoolers, so there is no reason for us to watch it. I just, I find it very, a very odd storytelling device to be using. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Legends of Tomorrow. Adam Teskman is up to series, series regular for season six. And that's uh, Gary, Gary Green of the time. Yeah, I mean, he's got some of the better lines and better parts of the show, right? He does. Yeah. A lot of good stuff there. Gary Gary gets into trouble and we all laugh about it. Poor Gary lost his nipple. Yep. <laughs> Fell in love with a uh, uh, werewolf chick. And kinda. Uh, and um, Constantine, kind of. Yeah, that's true, too. Wow. That's uh, huh. I, I mean, mean I I haven't seen the series or the season finale, so I don't know if you know there's a reason for him to be one of the re- uh you know part of the main cast. You hadn't seen the season finale yet? What are you waiting mm-hmm. on? I don't know. Can I <laughs> tell you? <laughs> Did you watch any of the season finales? Uh, no, I don't think so, actually. And you do a show about watching TV shows, comic book, comic book TV shows. I know, I know. You are terrible, sir. Well, yeah. <laughs> to your to your advantage, it's probably gonna be a while before we get any of those shows back. So you should you'd go go and go give and check out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but I am kind of sad that you know we give we get him, but we're getting up we're giving up Ray. Uh, Ah, uh, so that's 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 sad. We need we need more um, Brandon Routh in our life. <laughs> we do, we really do. And then over at Batwoman on the CW, we have a new Victor Zaz for season two. Uh, wow, he didn't show he didn't show up in season one of Batwoman, uh, but we have one for Birds of Prey. We had one for Gotham. I feel like there's another one out there somewhere else, but I can't think of who it is. But this time it's going to be portrayed by the actor Alex Morph. Um, let me see if I can see what it is anybody might know him from because the name doesn't stick out to me. 
apparently he was a, he had a role in Daredevil. Um and Mindhunter, which was a great show on Netflix. I don't know if you ever checked it out. It's called he was Detective Okasic. Okasic. Uh he was John Healy in Daredevil. Only one episode. Rabbit in the Snowstorm. Don't know who that is, what episode that was. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. But um I'm sure he's gonna do a good job. I'm sure they they you know vetted him well and and made sure he could pull off the role. So that's gonna be fun. Yeah. I mean, we haven't really seen a Victor Zaz like the way you see him in the comic book yet, right? Like the one in Birds of Prey, he's definitely crazy, but not cut your body up crazy. Cut your own body up crazy. Right. He just likes killing. But I don't know. I feel like they kept him on a leash. But if you, you know, because if you told him to stop, he would stop. And mm-hmm. but he mainly worked around, you know, the whole money in in Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. And, and then, see, like in the other series, he doesn't have a whole lot of control or like a leash. Like Gotham. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to me, in Gotham, they just paid him, played on, played him more uh, as like a, a a gun for hire, a mercenary, assassin, like. That's true. Whoever he was working for was always just like, okay, you need to go kill that person. That's what he went to go do. He, he wasn't, it wasn't a like psychopath, like the way that he's portrayed in the comic book. I think, I think we did have one in the Nolan universe where he was being, yeah, it was in, was it Batman begins or the dark Knight, where, uh, the must scarecrow, it must've been the ba- Batman begins with scarecrow gets yeah. off, right? Gets, says he's just a disturbed man or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Victor Zaz, is there anything in particular you want to see him do in Batwoman? Ooh, that is a good question. I mean, we already know how he is, you know, just cut him up, cut him up, cut him up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's what I really want. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I mean, with him, he's he's not really, you know, like a smart guy that's going to set up this crazy crime. You know, he's just going to if you piss him off or, you know, something like that. He's going to go a little bit over the edge and kill you. Yeah. Just like in those uh, Arkham games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's just uh, yeah, just crazy that way. Is there any villains that you didn't see in the fr- you didn't even watch the first season of Batwoman, did you? No, I only watched maybe like one or two episodes with you. And then the crossover episode, and that was it. Was there any particular villain that you would like to see show up in Batwoman? Because I think they all, they kind of, most for the most part, crossover villains like Batman and Batwoman. Okay. I think she, she does a little bit more with crime bosses now or before, and then also her father being a big villain. But I think they do a lot of crossover. Let's see. Like, maybe... Maybe a good scarecrow, just because we haven't seen a scarecrow in, or a scarecrow type like in, uh, like in the Arrowverse shows. So I think a good scarecrow could work. That's true. I think we we had a scarecrow in um, Gotham. Gotham, yeah, but uh, not not yet in the Arrowverse or newly named CW verse, so to speak. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I would kind of did we. Did we have a we had a did we have a professor pig? I think that was just in Gotham. Was that just in Gotham? 
Yeah, that's right. That was in Gotham. So I, I would like to see a Professor Pig. That dude was uh, the actor that played him was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He was the he was a he was a, quote unquote an actor, right? Like the character was an actor, also, wasn't he? Yeah, isn't that what they pulled off with that? Yes, they did. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, that's all I have for the news. Did you have anything you wanted to talk about? I haven't really seen anything that uh, has caught my eye, so no, not really. <laughs> then let's get into the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker. Actually, it's just called Butcher Baker, Butcher Baker Candlestick Maker. There's no thes. I, I <laughs> threw that in. I threw that in for flair. And of course, you did. I'm misrepresenting the episode. That's not. That's not right. You couldn't <laughs> do that. Episode seven of season two. Uh, where Where do you start off? Where do you start off with this episode? Oh, there's just so much going on in, in this episode. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, let's talk about Stormfront and, and uh, um. Homelander. I don't know why I forgot his name. Uh, you see how Stormfront's attack on the American people really is effective. And it's very much a commentary on today's media and social media and how people consume things. Uh, and it affects their their brains. We are introduced to a, a guy. I don't know if he's actually given a name. I know I've seen him before. He's in um, Community. He's a uh, Un- oh okay the unfortunate named fat fat neil i believe <laughs> um poor guy <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly but he is bombarded day after day with news reports and social media and memes saying uh super villains are are sneaking their way into the country and they're going to kill people over and over and he goes to the to the convenience store convenience store corner store and he happens to catch some light like reflecting the convenience store workers eyes and even though the guy is like kind of friendly to him and even knows his name like he pulls a gun on him after so many days he's like i saw the light in your eyes you're 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 a superhuman you're a super villain you know you're you're bad oh. and he just shoots him straight in the fucking head yeah that was uh yeah, the the social commentary is real in the show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and then when they're at the rally that Stormfront and Homelander are having, they publicly denounce what it is that that guy does, but very much quickly goes into. But we need to keep vigilant against these supervillains that are uh, illegally migrating into our our country. You know. We need to close yeah. down our borders, bullshit, and and it definitely. But yeah, you know, we need more Compound V, and the public knows that Compound V is the one that gives everybody these powers. That's right. I forgot about that. That's that's their big thing. Their big rally cry is that the soups need more of a Compound V, uh, so that they can combat these uh, super villains that are sneaking into the country and killing people. Yeah, and then they point out that um, uh, Starlight is the uh, obviously the mole, but I don't know, man. I just feel like it's kind of messed up. <laughs> well, I thought this was interesting that they they did that. They got ahead of it because I mean, obviously Starlight is planning to expose them, right? Right. But now, if you expose you expose her first and say, "Oh, well, she's a mole," now most 
the people that are on their side are already going to be like, well, I can't believe anything she says. Obviously, she's a bad person. Like it, it discredits her before she gets the opportunity to blow the whistle, so to speak. Gotcha. So it could be more like, oh, hey, you know, she's the one supplying the terrorists with all the compound V. Go after her, not us. We're the good guys. And yeah. you guys are the real heroes. Exactly. That kind of thing. Um, but I think one of the things that it, the, the rally eventually leads to, story-wise, is you see Homelander with the, the hearts in his eyes talking to Stormfront. And Stormfront is looking over at a lady that's holding a baby. And this then leads Homelander to being like, oh, you want a child? Well, I just happen to have a child. So <laughs> takes her to Ryan and Becca uh, in their enclosed habitat. And uh, he introduces Stormfront to Ryan. And she he introduces her as his girlfriend, right? Right. Uh, he then, they, you know she starts talking to Ryan and you know gets in his head and now they apparently take him up above the skyline to show him that he's in, trapped inside of a fake city and even though you know it's it's not her doing it's not Becca's doing that they're there she doesn't want to be there with a the kid uh they have to uh they show him so that he will be he will side with them and want to go away with them, which is, I think, very out of... I mean, I understand he's a child, but I don't think it's in the character that we've been presented yet. Right, because, you know, Ryan was like, don't come near me or my mom ever again kind of thing. And yeah, I mean, that that was, uh, what, a day, maybe two days tops of brainwashing the kid? I think a day, if that. Yeah, yeah, uh, shouldn't work out that way. He should be, he's a smart kid. He should be a lot more understanding. Yeah. So do you think that that was Stormfront's endgame the whole time? Like, is that the whole reason why she started, you know, cuddling up to Homelander? Because she knows that there's a kid. Ooh, you th- ooh. I mean... She is somewhere in the top ranks, or has to be in the top ranks of Vought. So, she, yeah, she must have known that, you know, there was a kid running around with superpowers. And she can't just go in and just snatch him up. So, you know, go with the father, and the father shows up, and now it's like, oh, well, now we're, we're here. We're a family again. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, I mean, obviously, that's what, she, I, that's what the whole thing is about making superpowered beings and he is as she pointed out the first born superpower being born right no she definitely has to know because um vat was the one that set up the whole fake town or whatever you want to call it right them in hiding so yeah she definitely had to know so yeah that's her end game that yeah that had to have been her end game whatever that that is so if it comes out that all she was doing was using Homelander to get to Ryan. Does that set up her and Homelander fighting like as a, a, a as a feud, so to speak, or is it something, uh, does something else happen or does he just go along with it anyways? I think at this point he, even though he is crazy and really deranged at this point, I think he's so much in love with Stormfront that, if he finds out the truth, I think he's just going to roll with it anyway. Okay. 
especially knowing so much about Vought's history now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our boy's characters. Ooh, Butcher. <laughs> we get to see his mom and dad. His dad. Yeah. His dad's played by John Noble, which yeah, for Pete Lord of the Rings fans, you get to know that the two char- two actors are returned to being in the show together, being in the scene together. They were weren't both, they related in Lord of the Rings too? Uh, in those movies, Noble's character, the Nenthor, was also a cruel father who compared his surviving son to his dead one. So, yes, ah, yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. That so. There you go. They are. Uh, they get to be father and son again, and have the exact same relationship. Um, I mean, what did you? I mean, obviously, John Noble turned in a great role, a uh, great performance. But like, what do you think about introducing Billy Butcher's father at this point? Um, I think I don't know. It's just to me, it's just uh, a weird place to introduce him into the whole series unless you know you're right and they're going to kill him off either you know season finale or the beginning of uh season season three yeah i mean obviously i mean they've already setting up that he has cancer and he's not much longer for this world but obviously i mean in this show that's setting up fathers and sons uh a lot (laughs) yeah um because you even have was it this episode or was it Last no, it was this episode where uh, Huey talk, tells this whole story about his father and how his father just shut down after his mom died. Right, big sound of lamplighter. Yeah, when he's talking to lamplighter. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with that character. What 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 the plan is because it doesn't really seem like he has any love loss for the for his father. So, right. I don't see how that's going to motivate him to do anything. I, I don't know either, unless, uh, like I said, they're only introducing the dad, uh, just so I can kill off uh, Butcher either uh, at the end of the season or the beginning of season three, like you said before. Oh, the part that I said they're going to kill off Billy Butcher. Yes. Uh, got you. Okay. That's interesting. That's a that's an interesting take. Um, I don't know. But we got to see... Billy Butcher and Colonel Mallory go over to Vogelbaum's house, right? This is the only other time we saw Vogelbaum was in the first season when yeah. Peter went to go talk. It's a mother's milk and uh, Mallory that go. That's well, right. Billy Butcher goes later. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, mo- yeah, mother's milk and, and Mallory go, and he says he can't help them, right? Yeah. What was it that? Well, what did when did? Homelander go talk to Vogelbaum. That was in the first season. That was in that at the end of the first season. Yeah, that's when he found out that he has a son. Uh there you go. Um, so when uh Billy Butcher shows up there, which I loved it when he he gets to the house, he just drives through the through the line <laughs> going around. Uh, he goes there. He's like, "Look, I know you know something. I know you could do something." So if you don't, I'm going to kill everybody in this house and everybody in your family. And I guess he proved that he meant it because Vogelbaum shows up at the hearing. Right. Um, 
It, do you think he harmed his daughter in any way? Since uh, you know his daughter was pretty much his caretaker at, at his mansion. I, I mean, maybe, but I don't think that's what, that's something they would do. I don't. I really don't feel like that's something that they would put into the into the show's character of Billy Butcher to for the rest of us. Like it's not. It doesn't doesn't make it like him threatening him like that is one thing like okay yeah he's gonna go so far but if he actually hurt the daughter then we wouldn't care for him that much anymore that's true but i do feel like he is ruthless you know and would do something like that right in front of vogelbaum this is true so i don't know we'll have to see maybe he'll show up in the last episode and be like oh he killed my whole family kind of thing but i think if he killed his family he wouldn't be at the courthouse. No, didn't his head explode in the courthouse? Did he? Die? Was he one of the people that died? I think so. I think you're right, too. Yeah. Which is the same thing that happened to uh, Madeline at, at the beginning of the season? No, end of last season. End of last season, yeah. Yeah, so... Any ideas on what that is yet? I don't know. I mean, uh, it's just hard because, I mean, we, we've we seen, you know, obviously at the hospital, we've seen uh, telepaths that powerful that can just explode people. Oh, that's true. You're right. We did see that. So maybe there was a telepath planted in the room. Could be. I oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, just look that up. Uh, so yeah, Vogelbaum, right before he was about to make his uh, initial statement, he got blown up. Okay, so he blew up first. Then, yeah. then it seemed like it was a lot of random people after that. Right. Because you really, it was. I was really expecting the senator lady to also have her head blow up, but that didn't happen. Right. And at first, from, uh, from the shots and from the scene, it looked like, uh, you know, all those soups that showed up, they were really surprised and acting surprised. But I don't know if they knew what's going on or they know what is going on or they're also completely lost. Yeah, I would say that it looked like uh, Homelander and Stormfront had no idea what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think was what was going through my mind at that point was like, there's a camera there. C-SPAN was, was, was airing it live. And there's definitely footage of the two of them just kind of standing by, like not knowing what to do, which is not good for the superhero image, right? Like, what do you, they should be doing something to help people at that point. Right. But I mean, if it's an invisible enemy, you don't know where to strike or where to go. And there was so much chaos that you can't rush everybody out of the room. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely what they're going to have to, to play on. So, yeah. Uh Huey after being after recovering from uh his torn abdomen like his in his accident from being flipped in the car uh is back at their base so to speak and he has to watch over Lamplighter after Lamplighter gets <laughs> his, uh his uh deposition to the center and like he's he's supposed to be kept safe until he has to go uh testify and apparently in this fake world there's just as many porn parodies of the seven and the sevens movies as there are of justice league and the avengers in the real world which i found hilarious <laughs> <laughs> 
they love to keep going back to that joke. That was pretty humorous. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, Lamp or well, Huey convinces Lamplighter to go to the tower and help save Starlight, who was stuck in a holding cell in the tower, which negated her powers. This is an interesting thing. I forgot to bring this up last episode. Until last episode, I honestly did not realize that she got her power from electronics. I just thought whenever she used her powers, electronics went all wonky. So yeah, I I kind of thought the same way that you do it, that she would draws all the power from the electronics. So yeah, yeah, that sense. Now, now yeah, now we know that's exactly. I mean, we knew that last episode, and then now we know that this episode, and uh, yeah, that was very, very cool. Just a little bit of light from the emergency light was enough to blow up that door and let her out. Uh, however. <laughs> The lamplighter had a, his own plan of what he was going to do when he got to the tower, and it wasn't a lot of help to Huey. He lit him. I mean, he got him in. I mean, he got no. I it, what he did wasn't a lot of help to, to Huey. True. I'm trying to say, uh, he he obviously got him into the building, and because uh, they never took his security uh, clearance away. And just completely irresponsible and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when they he got to where he thought his statue would be on the seven, he lit himself on fire, killing himself. That was the big surprise to me. I was not expecting uh, Sean Ashmore's character to die. Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to be in it for just two episodes. I thought he was gonna, well, I guess three, but I, you know, I thought he was gonna be a bigger part. Me too. I definitely, I, and I thought that, you know, I honestly did think that he was going to make it to the court to testify. Yeah, but also, I, I just got to say, like, what makes you think that they were going to keep up your statue in there? <laughs> That's true, too. Like, yeah, what, what made you think that? Um, but yeah, he, he lights himself on fire. I was, ex- was kind of expecting him to somewhat survive that, when, especially when he was, like, busting his hand off. Uh, <laughs> And when he didn't, that was, uh, it was very gross what he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to cut off his arm, his hand. Also, I thought he would also be just a, you know, surviving burn victim because the, the water system went off immediately. Yeah. It did go off pretty, pretty fast, pretty quickly. Uh, this leads us to starlight having to go up against black noir. Holy crap. So, one thing I thought was interesting about Black Noir, and we'll get to the very end of it, but uh, when we do see like half of his face, mm-hmm. it's all mutilated and burned and stuff. Do you think that's they're changing up his character to be a little bit more like Deadpool? I think so. I think that's what they a were sil- going for? A silent Deadpool. <laughs> a silent Deadpool, yeah. Uh, he obviously was out beating her uh, in the fight, she was doing really, really good job, but yeah, she didn't quite make it. And then Queen Maeve came in, saved the day with a chokehold and an almond joy. Almond joy. Because <laughs> he has a tree nut allergy. Uh, I mean, you gotta think that Compound V would take care of stuff like that, but I guess not. 
Yeah, I guess you can still be, you know, kind of like a normal human and have, uh, you know, allergies to certain things. Yeah, that, that was a. Uh... That was that was funny, and she keeps kicking the the epipen away from him. Do we think so, he's dead? I don't see. This is where where I'm stuck because I mean, she just kicked it a couple of feet away, so he would have to struggle for it. But if they keep him alive, he's just going to be a relentless force that's going to keep on tracking him time after time after time. After he recovers, of course, from his allergy. <laughs> yeah i mean it definitely seemed like when she kicked it away the last time into the water he just didn't have the ability to keep moving i'm assuming his his throat had closed up enough that he suffocated but maybe the compound v in his system is enough to keep him alive maybe it could be I mean, he could also like maybe take a knife out and cut a hole in his throat so that he could breathe through the hole i don't know <laughs> And I mean, if they were to keep, um, you know, if they were to kill him, then that would raise a question like who keeps killing all these soups? And that would, uh, you know, cause a bigger issue inside Vought. True. So uh, I assume there is footage of Maeve killing uh, Black Noir and helping out Starlight, but she decides not to go with Starlight. So what do you think is her move from here? I think she's probably, since obviously she's still broken up about Elena, I think she's going to still try to do the right thing and kind of throw uh, Homelander underneath, under the bus. Throw Homelander. Save herself. And Vatna International under the bus and use the. Redeem herself. To to test, at the testify if, if that happens. Right. Yeah, I could see that. And yeah, I mean that's uh, that's only reason I see why she's going with them. Maybe she just wants to take them down by herself. I don't know. It could be it 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 could be, but what she wants to do, I think she just wants to to go away. I, I think she just wants it all to be done and over with. Uh, Makes sense. Anything else you wanna you wanna cover? Any big other big surprises? So. Um, the new A train got killed at the <laughs> testimony. So, does that mean our regular A train is going to go back? Yeah, maybe. Well, we also I forgot to mention talk about the 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 church, whatever it's called. Uh, they excommunicated Eagle the Archer, which is uh, pretty sad. Yeah. And the deep was like, "Yeah, that's my bro, man." <laughs> and then he's like, "Well, he's you can't talk to him anymore." Yeah, fuck that guy. Like, <laughs> It's very much a commentary on like cults, uh, either uh, Scientology or the Nexium one that's that happened recently. Like, it's it's all pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> Just gross. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> Just gross. I, I mean, I don't know. It they because they what they they released a. Uh, sex video kind of between him and his partner where the partner dresses up like a, a deer and <laughs> and Eagle the Archer like mounted the deer quote, did stuff quote, hunt him down and then mount him yeah so that's that's definitely part of like Nexium and uh, what you know, some people say happens at Scientology yep anything else um 
I think that's pretty much uh pretty much it. Yeah, that's all I kind of got. Uh, the, the last episode of the season is probably going to be pretty big. It's going to be pretty interesting. So we'll have to uh, definitely come back and see what we get from there. I hope it's uh, I hope it's an extended episode. I'm do I don't know. I probably I'm gonna say it probably won't be. You don't think so? Uh-uh. I don't think so. Uh I mean it'd be nice if it was. Yeah, it would be nice. Uh if you want to talk about the boys or any of the stories we talked about today, please get a hold of me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia G E M. G E M stands for Geek Elite Media. Daniel, where can people find you online? They can find me uh, on Twitter at SuperCommieDaniel. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, GeekEliteMedia.com. Please check out our Patreon, where we have a lot of bonus material that you can only get if you're one of our patrons. And then whatever podcatcher you're using, please rate and review our network so that you can help spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast. 